Cyberspace, hyperspace, outer space, or wherever you may reside. This is SMI Radio with your host, Greg Rock. Coming at you almost live somewhere in and around the Emerald City, broadcasting from Critical Sun Studios, this is SMI Radio, streaming on NWCZ Radio and available shortly afterwards on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Tune in radio so you can listen to us anytime, any place on just about any device. And it is an honor and a privilege to welcome these artists back to SMI Radio, performing live, giving you a taste of their brand new record that's going to be released on November 6, 2015. The record release show is coming at you from the crocodile. The brand new record, Red, Right, Return. And I welcome back to the studio in the studio, the return of LaMolo.
That was Low Halo from Lamolo. And Lamolo is going to be playing November 6th, 2015 at the Crocodile to celebrate the release of their brand new record, Red Right Return. And it is the return of Lamolo, their first new record in three years, the first one since Kaleidoscope. And I want to welcome into Critical Sun Studios. Lomolo, how are you Thank doing today? You. Megan. Doing great. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. The last time um, I think we saw each other was at a living room show, and it's yeah. been a while. I think you've been hunkered down working on this record. Been hard at work. Hard yep. at work. Mm-hmm. Underground. And who's this gentleman you brought with you today? This is Mr. Adrian Santoni. Adrian Roberto Santoni. <laughs> Santoni. That's right. That's me. Adrian. All right. Hey, so Adrian is actually touring with you. Yeah. Emily... And talk mm-hmm. about Emily. She played on the record. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, Miss Emily Westman, Seattle mm-hmm. girl. Um, yes, she worked with me on recording the record. Wow. Um, and then I've been touring with Adrian. She has lots of projects going on. Sisters. Yes, she does. Seattle Rock Orchestra. Yes, so. she does. Super we, talented lady. She mm-hmm. is. She's amazing. And we actually had sisters in the studio here, and mm-hmm. that's going to be on an upcoming episode of SMI Radio, but she's fantastic. She's amazing. She is. And But we got Adrian, and Adrian's <laughs> yep. fantastic as well. He's and, amazing, too. Oh, I can't wait to hear, hear the rest <laughs> of it. And you guys go back a long way, right? You guys yeah, have known each other for a while before... Yes. Lamolo, right? Yes. 2008. Um, 2008 or so? Something like that. Mm -hmm. The whole life of Lamolo. So Adrian was in a band called Colonies up until, what, six months ago. He played your Yeah, yeah. Um, And so we, like one of my very first Lamolo shows way back in the day, Mm -hmm. 2008 or 9 or something like that, we opened for Colonies. Wow. So Adrian and I met back then and he's been... It's like the full circle. We've stayed in touch the whole time, and um, six months ago, I needed a drummer who could go on tour with me, because yeah. I've spent like five months of the last year on <laughs> tour, and um, Emily couldn't tour. She has her other projects, yeah. and it's hard yep. to find people who like touring, because touring yeah. is crazy. It's grueling. Yeah. It's really hard. And yep. Yeah, so um, we reconnected in New York. I was on tour in New York, and Adrian lives there, and he came to the show and said, you know, if you ever need someone to drum, let me know. And I That's said, great. I do. I'm going to call you when I get home and then we've been playing together ever since um yeah I've, I've been a big fan of her music for a long time since the beginning when we played together I was like we have to play shows together all the time that's so cool we tried to yeah. we played a lot of shows together mm-hmm. both our bands um yeah been a big fan for a long time well you bring a really cool element because you, you're a powerful drummer you bring a lot of intensity and passion to your style yeah. which nice. definitely influences the music and the last number uh low halo which is off the brand new limo album coming out called Red Right Return, and the record release party is November 6th at the Crocodile, 8 p.m. I'm going to be there. you got to be there because the new record, from what I've heard, is fantastic. Now, I did not listen to any of the new music. I purposely wanted to be surprised because I'm a huge Lamolo fan. I love Kaleidoscope. You guys are one of my favorite artists in the Northwest. I think Kaleidoscope is a brilliant piece of, a, a, a brilliant piece of work. Thank you. Um, Sonically, uh, the songwriting is really strong, but this new record, kind of, you're at the next level now, and we're going to talk about that a little later. Mm-hmm. But I've been really excited, and I know that Seattle music fans have been really excited for a new Lamolo record. <laughs> and I know there's been some changes to the group. Kendra's <clears throat> no longer in the band, and mm-hmm. she contributed and did a, a great job. Um, but I know that you you're kind of going in a different direction artistically um, with this new record. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um... Gosh, where to even start? Now, I feel like this, um, we talked about this a little moment ago, but mm-hmm. um, I feel like this record is is finally the album that I've always wanted to make, and it has a lot more 
a lot more layering and more depth to it I feel like and the the rhythms and the drums are mm-hmm. a little more driving and um I don't know like the soundscape is a lot fuller and it's something that I think I wished I could record all along but mm-hmm. um that's just not you know the first record the kaleidoscope was a little more minimal and that's great too but um it was really fun to finally make this and be able to do everything that I right. always dreamed of doing um I had a friend, Sam Anderson, played cello on the record wow. and um, just lots of new instruments and more synth and vibraphone. And um, I don't know, it just feels like an expansion finally in yeah. um, the sound that I have sort of always been wanting to have. That's cool. I was going to I was gonna ask you because, you know, you've been around for a while and lamola has been playing around <laughs> on a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, you played all the major venues pretty much and in and, and festivals. Um but it, it seems like all the stuff you were doing before kind of prepared you for where you're at now. And it's like where you're at right now is now you know who you are as an artist. You found your voice. Yeah. <laughs> this is who I am. You know, you mm-hmm. had to kind of go through that journey to discover it. And you finally made the record that you wanted to make, which is saying yeah. a lot because what you've done prior to this is brilliant. Um, but it, it, it sounds like you're taking it to another level. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because um, I... I feel like with this record, I I tried to really challenge myself and finally trust myself for the first mm-hmm. time. Like in the past, I always kind of hid behind other people or struggled a lot with self-doubt and let other people make decisions for me as right. far as what I wanted. And this album, I finally, um, I don't know, I just really learned to trust myself. That's awesome. And stand on my own two feet in that way. And like... Um, which was a challenge because that's really hard and you always wonder yeah. like oh is this horrible or <laughs> it's <laughs> people hard. gonna like it but yeah it was a it was a challenge for me and I feel like I learned a lot in that process of just getting to know who I am and what I want and it is hard like. to trust yourself I mean it's one of the hardest things not just in music but in everything yeah because your vantage point you're, you're kind of looking at this one vantage point you're so close to it emotionally mm-hmm. and to get to a point <laughs> where you can finally like take ownership and saying okay this is mine um, I, I, this is what I want to be. This is who I am, and having that confidence is a process. It's right? uh, scary, yeah. Yeah, it's a vulnerable feeling. Yeah, <laughs> but important yeah. to go through that, though. It, it is scary, and it's a risk because I know you you co-produce this record, and and you go with the approach that if it's great, it's because of me, and if it sucks, it's, <laughs> it's because, because of me. Of me. <laughs> yeah, you're no you're blame. <laughs> that's right. You're literally working without a net. Yes, but it's also scary. you know high risk, high reward. Mm-hmm. You know, not just financially, but 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 emotionally, spiritually, so musically. True. Yeah, so true. Yeah, uh, when I um, released the first single a few weeks ago, I had this moment where I just started crying because mm. it's like all the struggle and the you know the doubt and the worry and the fear about making this and putting it out and kind yeah. of. I wasn't alone in it. Like Emily was really brilliant and contributed a lot, yeah. and Sean Simmons, who worked on it, contributed a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it definitely was like a community effort in a lot of ways, yeah. but on the other hand, it's sort of like people don't like it. It's me, you know, it's my yeah. fault. And I had just a moment the other day when the first single came out and I could finally share it with people. I just started just crying like, Oh my God. Okay. This feeling of satisfaction, you yeah. know, it's like you're given birth. It's all like paying the baby. off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. know? Like, I wouldn't have had that amazing yeah. moment if I hadn't had gone through the yeah. hard stuff. That's gotta so. be hard. I mean, I can imagine like, like you're probably in the studio or at home and if you're like me, when I used to do records, I would listen to a song, like one of my songs, forty times, and do remixes <laughs> because I didn't like, I don't know, the 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 the, the high ride, or something, or yeah. I didn't, or I didn't like, I didn't like the crash symbol, and you know, I, and you, and sometimes you can almost obsess about it, where you go in and 
and and you you want it to be so good and there's so many choices given the technology mm -hmm. that sometimes it's hard to get to that that end game you just have to decide you just have to make a decision yeah. <laughs> and then you can do what like all these major artists do and they can do it like 10 years later do a yes 2016 remastered version of um but yeah and it's funny because artists that put out these classic records back in the day in the 70s still go back and they want to retweak those records that were classic yeah. that have <laughs> no. sold millions of copies but they hear things go gosh i wish i would have done this or i could have done this or i would have had the technology at my disposal to do this but mm -hmm. I, i'm sure that that you know that that's really hard to, to to let it go and say okay i'm just gonna put it out there yeah it's hard yeah. <laughs> it's hard for like the way my personality is tell. too. It's yeah it's especially hard for me i feel like but i don't know i'm sure i'm sure every musician and artist goes through some of that now, making are projects. you involved in every creative aspect of the record from the artwork i mean are you are you kind of mm -hmm. overseeing the whole creative direction of the actual product itself Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lamola is 100% independent. <laughs> and yeah, everything from, I mean, the songwriting to the production to the artwork is, yeah, I've been, it's my baby. Um, and luckily I teamed up with this guy over here and he there happens to be a very talented graphic designer. Ah. Help me. Um, I did not know that. This is a painting by an artist, um, but he did the whole layout and everything. So I was really grateful to have him come on board and. So the, new, the graphic design. <laughs> so the new record, which is called Red Right Return, mm -hmm. and then you know that's going to be released November sixth at the Crocodile. You did the artwork for the record, uh, the CD, the layout, yeah, the layout, the text and layout and all that stuff. So yeah. folks, go to lamolomusic.com. They'll see, and that's talented, you. Talented, talented man. And this poster, fantastic, <laughs> and the poster too. Yeah. We'll have a photo of the poster and the record <laughs> on SeattleMusicInsider.com as part of the preview article. But you know what? Right now, I think I want to hear another song off the new record, which is called Red Right Return from Lomolo, who's playing The Crocodile, November 6, 2015. Doors open at 8, and it is an all-ages show. We're going to listen to uh, Fuel.
Amazing. That was Fuel from the brand new LaMolo record, Red Right Return. And LaMolo is going to be doing their thing live November 6th at the world-famous Crocodile. And that's 8 p.m. It's an all-ages show debuting some brand new material from Seattle's very own LaMolo. And we are so glad to have LaMolo back with a new project. I'm really excited. I hear a lot of stuff. I get sent a lot of stuff. I've been waiting for this a long time. And we are honored and privileged that you would come in to the studio to share with us some brand new LaMolo music. Exclusive live performance for SMI Radio. Thank you for coming in. And we're uh, we're going to talk more about the new record. And um, I want to ask you about the sound. Again, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, this record seems to have a little bit more of a, a punch to it. It still mm-hmm. has kind of the dreamy pop ethereal feel that, that is, you know, the trademark Lamolo sound. But it seems like there's a little more angst and a little more... Um, I don't know, dynamics to this, to the music. Is this a reflection on where you're at emotionally, spiritually, whatever in your life? Or is this, is this just kind of a conscious musical direction that you chose? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a combination of me growing up a bit from the first record because I was three years ago Mm -hmm. and just learning more about music and what I like. And, um, I've played a lot of shows since putting out the first record. And so I just, I think I can play a little better too, and I have some new instruments, which yeah. is great. New toys. I, the, the keyboard I had when I recorded the kaleidoscope is like from Costco, it was like thirty dollars. <laughs> um, so I have a nice keyboard Nord. now. <laughs> Nord, let's plug Nord right now. <laughs> yeah, um, an industry standard. <laughs> just I don't know. So I feel like I'm at a place where I have the instruments that I want, and I've been yeah. able to learn more about playing live and what I like, and. Um, and also going into recording this record, I I wanted it to be a little more driving um, and have the layers that it has yeah. uh, be like a little more lush. Um, and right before, I think this is right before I met Emily, who wrote the drum parts and did the recording on the record, I saw a show in Portland, um, Menomina. I saw them for the first time. They've been around for a long time, and I am late to the game, I guess. Not yeah. quite cool enough. <laughs> but I was lo—I was so in love with their show and just loved everything about it and became obsessed and went and bought all their records and listened to them over and over again. And I loved their drum beats, and I was really inspired by those when I was coming up with what was going to be on this record right. with Emily. Um, I played her all the songs that I love from them. It's like, okay, let's do something like this. Cool. And a few Radiohead songs, too. I showed her those, too. Oh, excellent but, choice, um, yeah. So yeah, so I had a a, a vision for the drums um, being a little bit different and and just more layers. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so when you are writing, like when you when you you decide you have this vision for this new record, mm-hmm. do you demo everything yourself? I mean, do you kind of work out the parts and then bring it and then like say Emily, whoever you're working with, you bring it to them and say, "This is what I'm thinking." Do your thing. Is that kind of like do you have some things um, already that you've worked out? Maybe drum patterns and and, and you sounds. Know, and not as much as I should, mm-hmm. yeah. Because <laughs> then it makes the recording process take way longer, right? Right. Which this took, you know, this was like a couple years or a year and a half of mm-hmm. hard work. It's a long in the time studio. in the making, yeah. Yeah. So like while I was recording it, I was writing all this stuff. I I sort of if I mm-hmm. when I do it again, I want to probably write as much as I can before going into the studio. Yeah. But this is like I had just one layer of keys or guitar, and then the vocals, the main vocals, and then yeah. it all just built from there during yeah. recording. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, you kind of create in the during the process because you'll yeah. hear something you'll go, oh, I think I'm, the song kind of tells you it wants something, mm-hmm. and then you give the song what it what it wants or what it needs. Yeah, yeah. so that's definitely what happened with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you like, oh, I just recorded this new guitar part. Now I'm gonna take it home for two weeks yeah. and dream up what else should be on it. And <laughs> so you know, it's a process. I was gonna say, and, and I think we were talking about this earlier, but um, you were a good musician. I mean, you were you know when I when I first met you, I always thought you were a great musician. Oh, but it, but it, I can definitely tell that all the work that you've done, you know, all the work you've done on the road, the work in the studio, the collaboration with other artists, you've definitely improved as a musician. I I can hear it. I can see it and I can hear it. That's awesome. Thanks. There's a lot further to go always oh, always absolutely <laughs> and and but you're cool. you're somebody and in, in just in talking to you you're you're perfectionist i mean you you're some you nobody's tougher on you than you That's, probably when it comes to your art couldn't be more true yeah i, I imagine <laughs> that and i think you were yeah. telling me earlier that you have a tough time listening to yourself which i find really <gasps> surprising because you have just this beautiful voice and and this really ethereal sound and it's distinct when when i I, I know when I'm hearing, like if I'm listening to the radio and your song comes on, I know it's a Lomo Lo song cool. because of your trademark vocal styling Thank you. that you bring. What is it that it about, the, and I know you're very self-critical, what is it that you don't like about some <laughs> of the stuff you do? Because I, I find it really difficult to find oh anything God. that I don't like about your work. <sighs> well, I don't even know. I, don't, I mean, that's so hard to answer. I've Maybe a wrong note always, somewhere? Or yeah, yeah. It's like pitch, it's, it's delivery, pitching, it's... Yeah, yeah. It's so uh, I don't know. The timing could have been better. Yeah. I don't know. For the record, I don't think I've ever heard here heard her saying a wrong note. I don't think. Yeah, oh. I, I've never <laughs> oh, heard no. you hit a wrong note. Know, yeah, we played a million shows together. Yeah. I don't know. No, this has been a lifetime battle of yeah. just trying to like, I don't know, be more comfortable with who I am and yeah. accept myself. And obviously, you, I'm still working on that. But yeah, I don't know. It's like I would you imagine notice all the bad stuff. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> you. You know, you're you're somebody that probably has a very high standard of excellence for yourself and I, I would imagine that people like that tend to, to kind of take that attitude of everything mm. they do yeah um maybe. you know and mm. it's good but the great artists that's what they do the great artists are never satisfied mm-hmm. i know some really amazing musicians that have played with some really big cats and, and i don't want to name drop but I, I but i got it in this particular situation tony levin um, who has toured with Peter Gabriel since the beginning, and I'm a huge Peter Gabriel fan. Tony Levin, wow. like, once he's done with a project, he's not even thinking about it. He's on to the next, like, what's next? Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Like, he did this 30-year anniversary of the So Tour with Peter Gabriel, and he hadn't literally listened to the songs <laughs> since I think he played them because he's so yes. focused on what's next. Mm-hmm. What totally. am I creating next? So he had to actually go back and listen to the record so, <laughs> and relearn the songs that he had, you know, and these are mm-hmm. classic songs, um, so that he could play, you know, with Peter Gabriel live. And it seems like you're, you know, I great. I can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> you, never listened to the kaleidoscope. Yeah. Like, once you're done, it's like you're on, like, what's next? Like, exactly, what's the yeah. next project? And and then you go back and listen to it if you have to listen to it to play it to live. <laughs> right. Well, it's like That's Sting so from the police had to actually go back and relearn the police songs or have a, a teleprompter of all the police <laughs> songs yeah. when they did it. the reunion tour. So. Um, you can relate. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say are the biggest distinctions between, I mean, obviously we've talked about some things, but but what are the biggest distinctions between, you know, Kaleidoscope, which is a great record. And folks, Thanks. you know, if you haven't heard Kaleidoscope, get it. Anything Lamolo's done is, is solid. But um, what do you think the distinctions are? What, edit, 
What do you think the distinctions are? Obviously, some of the things that we've talked about in terms of where you're at musically, but what are some of the other distinctions between that record and this record, besides the fact that you had some budgetary constraints and <laughs> other things? Yeah. <laughs> budgetary constraints, yes. my middle name, my two middle names, budgetary constraints. She's not lying. It's, it's really <laughs> weird that it says that on a birth certificate. <laughs> Super uh, how to make a dollar holla. <laughs> well, okay, that's, I mean, this is... Like, I'm in the middle of this music, so it's kind of hard for me to answer that. The main things, I guess, are just having some more layers. Different cats. Yeah. um, Wanting things to be a little more, like, driving as far as drums Mm -hmm. and stuff, but... I'm curious to hear what Adrian thinks, because yes, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's like inter- get an interesting perspective yeah. from what you've heard. What I mean, you you were a fan. He's heard it all. He's you, been here yeah. all along. You were a fan of Lamola before you actually joined mm-hmm. the group. What sure. do you think the distinctions? This <laughs> edit. What do you think the distinctions are? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's funny because we'll be playing. This is something I think is funny. We'll be playing, and I'll sometimes do something that's a little crazy or weird, and she'll be like, no, 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 no. let's keep it simple. And I think that that really describes Kaleidoscope. It's a very, it's it's got this, like, really clean, simple, or kind of, it's beautiful. It's beautifully made. This this one, it it, it pushes in, in a slightly right. different direction. It, it's 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 definitely a forward direction. But yeah. It, it's, it, yeah, like you guys were saying, it, it's driving. It's, yeah. um, it's a lot, it's a lot more... You can really like move your body to it a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, you know what I mean. It swings. Yeah, it swings. Yeah, um, yeah. I I really like it a lot. I was, I felt so privileged when uh, when we started playing together that she gave it to me so I could start learning it. Oh, that's and cool. I, I I tell her all the time like, I, I was practicing this in a basement in Brooklyn for a long time over and over and over again to get ready for the <laughs> tour, and still by the end we get on stage and I I uh, she'll be singing something and I'm still blown away it's just um that's it's just cool great. it's great she's um she's doing a great job but i i don't know i think it's it's a great step forward mm-hmm. it's, it's you, you don't want to put it put out the same record you know right over and over again absolutely e- yeah. though, even though some fans get di- disappointed when you don't do that yeah. it's i don't know it's a catch-22 kind of but it's always you know about progress and yeah. i think that megan really nails that down oh, thanks that was really beautiful yeah. <laughs> that was sweet it was yeah. <laughs> Big hugs now. Oh. No, no, that was really good. Cool. You know, I agree. I think the, the, the songs are... He can speak. <laughs> the, so, the songs are full. The songs are full. The arrangements are full. And yet there's this... You leave a lot of space, which I yeah. think is important. You know, less is more. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it's, and it's minimalist approach. Um, yeah. You let the songs breathe a little bit. Yeah, I think that's maybe just my style at yeah. the end of the day. I, and love I don't it. know if that'll ever change. But, um, don't ever change. So. <laughs> you can change the record, but don't you change. I, I don't ever change my clothes. I've been wearing these since the tour. Same clothes. I never change. Well, you know what? I'm, we're talking about the new record. I want to hear a new song off the new record, an exclusive live performance from Lamolo. This one's called Watch the Moon. And remember, Lamolo's playing November 6th at the Crocodile, 8 p.m., and that's an all ages show, supporting the brand new record, Red Right Return. This is Lamolo with Watch the Moon. you say, dear, 
Absolutely brilliant. That was Watch the Moon from Lamolo off their new forthcoming release, Red Right Return. And Lamolo is going to be playing The Crocodile November 6th at 8 p.m. It's an all ages show, and it is the return of Lamolo. And we're very excited to have them in the studio. Let's talk about this show. How long have you been planning this show and the record release? Dude, (laughs) I don't know. A long time. Yeah. Three years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Since the day I released the collection. That's right. Already thinking July 3rd, 2012. Um, yeah, no, this has been a long time in the making, and I'm really excited, and I think Adrian is too. That's going to be, be a, a great show. It's going to be a gas. Yeah. Now, 
also on the bill is going to be mimicking birds and Maya mm-hmm. Manzer, and I've seen Maya a, a number of times. What a great, amazing oh, talent. she is incredible, fantastic, great compliment to you. That's cool. a great, that's a great match right great. there. I'm glad you think so. Yeah, I think you guys complement each other. I was wondering why you guys haven't done a project together because mm-hmm. I think you and Maya together would be that would be kind of an interesting uh, yeah. project mm-hmm. down the road. After, mm-hmm. of course, you're done with uh, touring for the next couple of years. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> From the beginning, uh, <laughs> Megan was pretty stoked on trying to get these two, um, these two great. Artists. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, you're very. I, I can tell you've put a lot of thought into not only the music, but just everything that you do—the artwork, mm-hmm. uh, the the planning of the show. You're kind of—I mean—you really take ownership of this. You're kind of like sure, the creative yeah. director of everything. You oversee <laughs> everything, and and you're looking at at not only your music, but you're looking at it a complete as a complete brand marketing perspective, right? You're yeah, coming at it from that I mean, standpoint, right? You have to, yeah. right? Because we're not on a label. And That's right have to like uh, i even do my own accounting yeah no, you're you're a renaissance woman i think it's fantastic i think the cool thing is if you can do all that stuff if you have the bandwidth um you can save a lot of money um you know you don't have to pay people to do that um the, it's time consuming it's time consuming yeah. that's what i'm saying is oh, yeah. it it takes away from the the creative Full-time job you almost have to like once you're done with the creative process almost you have to put on a different hat and kind of switch mode and say okay, mm-hmm. now i'm in business mode now yeah. i'm in marketing mode now i'm in pr mode yeah exactly and then now i'm in performance mode mm-hmm. now i'm in back in creative mode <laughs> so but you're you're yeah. fl- but you're you have the personality where you can do all that which is great a lot not a lot of artists have that temperament well mm-hmm. sometimes we'll be playing we'll yeah. be ready to play That's a show true. and she'll be i'll be like megan you have to get out of accounting mode and she just can't do yeah. it <laughs> but then switch brains, but then switch she, brains. Yeah, she, she inevitably does I just, yeah. yeah she I just she puts down the calculator she's got the so. beauty and the brains <laughs> yeah yes no you oh, can definitely work stop. off both sides of the brain really well <laughs> thanks thanks so much do you, do you have a tough time sometimes d- determining, like this guy just kind of touched on a little bit, determining like where to toggle, you know, when to toggle back from creative mode to business mode to creative mode, rather? Uh, no, not at all. I mean, I love writing songs and yep. doing the music, and I just try to do enough of the other stuff to yeah. keep myself afloat. Do you enjoy <laughs> doing it, or is it just something, it was, it, was it more of, you know, if it is to be, it is up to me kind of attitude? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I... There's, like I was saying, I feel like there's always so much farther to go. Like, mm-hmm. I wish I was on some badass label and had a team doing all this yeah. stuff and working with me, but that hasn't been my reality. And I'm super grateful that for the last seven years or however long I've been doing this, I've learned how to do all of this stuff. Yeah. So I try to be grateful for that. Like, this opportunity has been great to learn how to do absolutely accounting and marketing and yeah. all that other stuff, you know? Um. But I would love for there to be a day when there's like more of a yeah some more support, you know, because it does get hard to do all of it. It does. It's draining. I mean, yeah. especially you know if you're doing all this stuff, a lot of times it doesn't leave a lot of room for for being in a creative space. You know, if you're yeah. tired. You know, I, I know I don't write as well, even for SMI, um, or even when I do this show, if I'm really tired, um, or if if I'm kind of burned out. You know, so you're doing a lot of stuff. But I think. Um, you know, this is a great record, and you guys are a great band, and and it's exciting to see you back out again, and Thanks. and really getting back out in in, in the public eye, because mm-hmm. I think um, you guys are a, a group that that people really dig and really are pulling for, and the music stands on its own. I mean, it's it's a great, you know, the songs are strong, the production's strong, you have a unique sound, what you're doing is so different than what everybody else is doing. And it's great to bring it back, but now you're bringing it back in a bigger way, it seems like. Mm. 
Thank you very much. At the Crocodile, November 6, 2015, 8, 8 p.m., Lamolo. And what else you got going on? I know you're doing a living room tour. Yeah. After after the, the show <laughs> here, are. right? National tour. Talk about that. Well. We're going to your city. Wherever we're coming is. to your house, man. <laughs> we're going to come into we're your gonna house. We're going to use your bathroom, and we're going to eat your food. <laughs> we're going to go into your house and hang out with you. And pet your whether cats. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> pet your cats. Yes. Yeah. Feed the fish yes. and play a little music. Yeah. That's awesome. We, I think that's a unique thing. It's going to be cool, yeah. We we just got done with the National Club Tour, and this is going to be Very intimate. so much different. And um, I don't know. House shows are always some of my favorite. Yeah. It's a great way to meet people and get to know people and... I feel like people in the audience enjoy the experience, too, because we're Absolutely. so close to the art and stuff. So, yeah, we're excited. We leave the day after the crocodile, and we'll be back like a month or so later. And wow. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any, when you're done with the living room tour, any, uh, the living room tour, rather, um, any plans to do any other shows in, around, uh, in and around the Puget Sound? <laughs> well, just today we planned something badass for New Year's Eve, Ooh. but it's a secret. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> It's somewhere in America. We would tell you, but we'd have to kill you. I'm not going to get in trouble for that, right? It's just no, that's somewhere. cool. Somewhere in America. Somewhere, yeah. somewhere in but yeah, no, Earth. Yeah, we, uh, somewhere on planet Earth. Um, yeah, lots of shows coming up, and hopefully that will continue. And that's I'm great. already we're working on songs for the next record. So it, wow. Exciting. It was, uh, the last tour was with Chris Staples, mm. uh, great, great dude. And mm-hmm. um, we were supporting him and it was, we were playing shorter sets and it was a fun, great fun tour, but this will be great because we can play uh, lots, of songs. lots and lots of songs. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be out there playing lots of, probably pretty much just all Radiohead covers, I think. <laughs> um, awesome. But, but we might that throw an so original bad. song in there. <laughs> So w- JK, once you once you guys are out there though playing and the records out, you never know what comes at you. People people hear what you're doing, they see the mm-hmm. live show, and uh, you probably will get some other opportunities to do some pretty special things in the next year or two. I'm sure. I hope so. Yeah, hope so. I have a good feeling about it. Mm-hmm. I really Thank do. You. You're so sweet. Uh, well, you know, hey, I try. <laughs> well, you guys are an amazing band. Thank you again for coming in. Thank a you pleasure. for debuting Thanks some for brand new songs. Us. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's our privilege. It's a really cool spot. It is. It's a very intimate spot. We want to thank Bubba Jones for engineering Bubba. today's session. The king. And Critical Sun Studios for letting us use yeah. their their palatious, uh, their palatious <laughs> uh, garage studio. It's beautiful here. I love it, man. What's that? <laughs> Compound. Okay. No, it's great, man. We love coming in here. The sound's great. You guys sounded fantastic. Thank you. Um, I think this year and next year is going to be a big year for you guys. Lamolo playing November 6, 2015 at the Crocodile, 8 o'clock, all-ages show, in support mm-hmm. of the brand-new record, Red Right Return. You guys, thank you so much for coming in. I wish you best of luck. Thank you. Thank you, you so much for having us. It's super fun. Super all right. Fun. We're going to leave you with one more song off the brand-new record, Red Right Return, from Lamolo, and this one's called Runner. Thanks, guys.
Seattle Music Insider Greg Roth is a multimedia music journalist. He's written, composed, and performed live music throughout his life. And his ability to understand the process of creating music brings a unique perspective to his artist interviews. Roth interviews a wide variety of musicians, from classic rockers and contemporary acts to up-and-coming local bands. Classic artists, such as Roger Daltrey of The Who, John Anderson from Yes, and Ian Hunter. 80s artists Thomas Dolby and Bananarama. Contemporary artists, including Fitz and the Tantrums, Vanagram, Alan Stone, Pickwick, Deep Sea Diver, Lamolo, Ivan and Alyosha, and The Fame Riot are just a sampling of artists with whom he has spoken. Roth also reviews events and festivals such as Sasquatch, Bumbershoot, Capitol Hill Block Party, and more. To hear the best of the Northwest and beyond, tune into SMI Radio every week on NWCZ Radio. Past episodes are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio.
Well, there you have it, the very first SMI radio episode of the new fall season, and we have a lot of other great stuff coming up. In the next few weeks, we're going to have Sisters on, we're going to have Megan Wilde, we're going to have Harps, the BGP, and a lot more. We want to thank Lamolo for coming in the studio today and performing tracks off their brand new record, Red Right Return. They performed Low Halo. The second song they performed was Fuel. The third song, Watch the Moon. And the fourth song, Runner. Again, off their brand new record, Red Right Return. And Lamolo will celebrate the release of that record this Friday at the Crocodile. And we will be there to cover it. Also in the second half of the show, we played a couple songs from Maya Manzer, who is going to be opening for Lamolo this Friday. We played my song and a portion of one from Maya Manzer. And that is going to be a great bill at the Crocodile. I want to thank Megan and Lamolo for coming in. I want to thank Bubba Jones for engineering another stellar session. And Jason Tang for coming in and actually video 
<laughs> Did I, I was going to say videotaping, recording the session on his cool digital camera. But most of all, I want to thank you for listening because without you, I'm just a guy sitting in a room talking to myself, and that ain't no fun. Until next time, peace, love, and music. This is SMI Radio. Woke up this morning and the streets were full of cars. All bright and shiny like they just arrived from Mars. And as I stumbled through last night's drunken debris, the paper boy screamed out the headlines in the street. Another war and now the pound is looking weak. And tell me, have you read about the latest freak? We're bingo numbers and our names are obsolete. Why do I feel bitter when I should be feeling sweet? Is there anybody out there? Help me sing my song. La la la, is a strange thing. Just when you think you learn how to use it, it's gone. Woke up this morning and my head was in a daze. A brave new world dawned upon the human race. Words are meaningless and everything's surreal Gonna have to reach my friends to find out how I feel And if I taste the honey, is it really sweet? And do I eat it with my hands or with my feet? Does anybody really listen when I speak? Or will I have to say it all again next week? Is there anybody out there? Help me sing my song. Hello, hello. Turn your radio. Is there anybody out there? Tell me what went You've been listening to SMI Radio, taking you deep inside Northwest music. For bonus content, visit SeattleMusicInsider.com and Examiner.com. Sponsorship opportunities are available. Contact Seattle Music Insider at Live.com.
SMI Radio is produced and engineered by Greg Roth for NWCZ Radio. All rights reserved. SMI Radio, covering Northwest music 360 degrees.